Nation. Providing you with the practical tools and expert knowledge to optimize your strength, health and mindset, inside and out. With your hosts, Steve Katarzy and Bryn Jenkins. Guys, you know what? At 37 years old, I think I have to finally accept that I'm no longer a sprung chicken. I'm no longer that the young guy. And yeah, it pains me to say it, but I have to consider myself as one of the older gym goers. And that's exacerbated by just going on Instagram or Facebook and seeing younger bodies performing at higher intensities doing more extreme things and growing at a faster clip than i could possibly expect at my age now i don't feel old i feel i have more vitality than ever before my body's in the best shape of its life i feel i'm thriving as a human i'm really feeling great and not limited by age whatsoever but i'm falling into that older bracket and in terms of older bracket you know we're talking from 40 to 80 or 80 plus and your body changes. A number of things change and it's worth understanding those changes and how to both respect your body and leverage it for maximum results. So for the younger guys listening to this episode, not all is lost on you because this really is a look into the future, a future view into your body and what's going to change so you can respect it now. And for those in their 40s, 50s, 60s and older, this should give you some comfort, um, some inspiration, some identification as to the things that you may be experiencing, but most importantly, some practical recommendations on how to both respect your body, treat it kindly, focus on longevity, and continue to make the results of getting the body that you deserve at any age. And just before we get into that, I do spend a few minutes ranting about the accumulation of crap in our house as we're decorating. Five minutes and we get into this discussion of the quote-unquote older gym goer. Enjoy. Man, do you know what? I do not understand how, how much crap we have managed to just kind of Accumulate put away over the years, man. We're decorating at the moment. And we're decorating two two rooms, the two kids' rooms. Yeah. And we're mo- actually moving them around. We've got three bedrooms that are, could be the kids' rooms, and we're kind of switching them down by one so they get a slightly bigger room and a playroom's getting yeah. demoted. Fuck, man. Over the last two weeks, we've been preparing ourselves for the decorator to come in. And that man of crap. <laughs> and it just goes to show that we buy so much stuff. In, in, a, in a world and a, and a time where... Things are so disposable. Yeah. We just seem to accumulate so much stuff. that It's not rubbish, but it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you've got us. It's a logistical nightmare having to move it around and, and empty out the rooms oh, and have man. it stored in the house somewhere whilst the rooms are being decorated. It is, honestly, it has been a nightmare. And we've been trying to do some little DIY jobs in and around the, the paint and decorator just so yeah. we can get it all working at the same time. And we have very very strict timelines right he's working monday tuesday we then yeah. had one day to move stuff around to get into the next room yeah so we're running around like blue ass flies man it yeah, is yeah, insane yeah. have you ever moved uh yeah well we we moved in our house about two and a half years ago um and 
the amount of stuff we had because we went from an apartment or well, flat into a, a house and this is a, a three-story house okay townhouse and we managed to fill the whole thing up from our flat and we we're like where's all this stuff come from? It come like, from it's amazing how you do collect all this stuff that you you suppose you know you feel that you need but really do we need that much stuff and we um, don't we don't even we have like purpose, trinkets like i remember when i was younger you know going to visit my you know my nan and granddad and mm. they just used to collect everything like little glasses they'd have a cabinet full of little sherry glasses yeah yeah maybe yeah. like 200 and then a, of like know, the and cut that, glass and you that's think, right that's right little crystal this and that. other and then <laughs> you'll see i don't know um you know um teapots and stuff yeah just collect everything and then knickknacks and ornaments everywhere we don't do that as a family we don't have any of that yet yeah. we have an obscene amount of stuff i'm telling you if we had if we had um a skip outside right now i could fill it up easily mm. and you know what the kids wouldn't even know we've had to we've had to actually start getting rid of stuff without them here because I'm every the time slide. they're around they go oh i want that i'm gonna play with that i was gonna play with there's that always tomorrow a purpose no, you, for it. No, yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna play a bit tomorrow there's <laughs> yeah, always there's always a reason or a purpose to hold on to these things we have to, we have to be brutal we man. It. It's yeah insane. yeah saying how much we accumulate in this day and age yeah Adaptation. look man um i wanted to have a chat with you about yeah. your um personal training practice yeah and knowing what you do and who you serve mm-hmm. uh you tap into um a lot of rehab clients because yeah. of uh, you being affiliated to a chiropractor and i was just interested about maybe the distribution of your clientele you know do you see older clients mm-hmm. and if so let's maybe have a chat about are there any differences in terms of how you approach engage yeah. and kind of set goals all that kind of stuff yeah to the older client an yeah. older client with any without any disrespect i'd say like you know 40 plus yeah i'm 37 so i'm definitely not being ageist <laughs> but from that point onwards yeah i think l- your body is a different body and it yeah. requires a a different approach and a bit more respect perhaps maybe Definitely. the goals adapt so do you see older clients yeah I, I i tend to see i mean i've got a few clients that are in their 30s but then i i see more people that are in their 40s 50s and 60s um and then i have a client who's in her 80s um so yeah i i tend to see a lot more of that sort of age range because uh because i am more in a uh, rehab setting i tend to see people that who are broken yeah, people with like hip replacements or they were having problems, you know, pain with their knee, lower back. Um, usually because it's things and life have just caught up with them. Um, so someone that's been sitting at a desk and they sit there, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 years, they're going to have some issues with their lower back, their hips, their knees and so on. Um, so, I mean, that's usually my sort of uh, population is between sort of 40s and 60, I would say, is the most popular range that I see. Okay. Um, and when when you talk about, you know, the, the older clientele and you talk about people coming in with issues, yeah. talk to me about how um young people can be coming in walking mm-hmm. through the door with with body issues right and when i mean body issues like you know something's broken or mm-hmm. they've had to do replacements or you know they're, they're really suffering with their yeah. body how young do you do you see that all ages and really? and and it's quite frightening when you see 
someone come through the door that might be in their early 40s um, with a list of ailments, you know, from their shoulder to lower back to knee um, and all these problems that are just sort of mounting up. And they're usually they're usually linked to one issue that's causing kind of all this uh, this pain in the body. Okay. Um, but it's usually uh, someone that might be sedentary, inactive, doesn't look after their sort of health and well-being um, versus someone that's, say, in their 60s that does look after themselves and, and uh, might do, you know, play golf and just do light exercise. There can be a big difference in between how they move, the pain in their body, uh, mindset, and every, there's just such a, a clear line between two people, yet one can be much older, one can be much younger, and it's quite frightening how um, just the level in, of inactivity and disrespect to the body can cause so much, uh, you know, just pain and, mm. and discomfort. And and I think it's a, there's a lot of suffering, and it's scary when someone is so young has that much problem with well, the body. I'm 37. My wife is uh, a few months behind me. Yeah. Um, and we, I'd say we're we're reasonably, you know, active and fit, obviously doing what we do. Yeah. Um, but I'm working with Michelle at the moment on trying to address her squat. And mm -hmm. the, the underlying cause is insanely tight, uh, you know, hip flexors right at the front, you know, the ones that attach to her quads. Yeah. She is, you know, crippled in pain anytime you try and stretch that. And as a result, she tries to use it more than the other muscles and it takes over and it hurts her like hell. Mm -hmm. So she's 36. And, you know, she looks young still. She Her Very. body still <laughs> looks, at, you know, you know, all put together right. Yet yeah. She's got this, like, major issue, um, which is preventing her from doing what would be normal movements. She yeah. really, really struggles. And then only a couple of years ago, you know, we met because my knee was like, I thought I had to have knee surgery. Yeah. It turns out I just wasn't moving right for yeah, like yeah. ever. Yeah. So I can understand as someone young um, can get caught up with maybe, you know, just a slow decline of mm. of their tissues and their joints, but more importantly, probably like chronically sitting in the wrong place, not yeah. respecting, you know, stretching mobility work, not res respecting strength. And then it all catches up. I just yeah. would have assumed, you'd assume it catches up later. You'd yeah, assume it, it's not until your 50s or 60s where now you're talking about replacements and surgery yeah, yeah. And, and things that are really holding you back in life, but you see it younger. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's a couple of things because there's some people that will uh, be more inactive. However, because of their genetic makeup, they just seem to get away with it a bit more than someone else that doesn't have that um uh, luck almost because i've i've got a client who's in her 80s and she is incredible um she sat at her desk all her life um yet she doesn't have any issues mm. her posture looks good she doesn't have any pain in the body she doesn't take any medication um yet there's some issues there with balance and coordination and strength and things like that that's just because of um the the age curve over time you know there's a decline in strength and, yeah. and power and balance coordination but someone else that's been sitting at a desk may have a whole host of problems in their 40s so there is also a genetic factor there um and some people will just be worse off than others and you'll see it earlier on in some and later yeah. than others so yeah. um yeah it, it completely depends on on who you are and, and it's very individualized so you've got um 
a fair dis- distribution of 40 plus clients, right? Yeah. Um, what are their goals typically? I know everyone's different, but could you give like some common goals or expectations that, you know, people 40 plus and bear in mind, I'm almost 40. So yeah, yeah. I may, I might change the dynamic a little bit, but. Well, I mean, the, the gap between someone that's 40 and someone that's 60 is usually um, quite big in terms of what their goals are. Uh, okay. Someone in their 40s and 50s will still look more towards the, the aesthetic side of training. So they're like, I want to lose body fat and build muscle. Um, but someone that's usually in their 60s and above um, tend to want to carry on playing golf because it's they're more longevity at that longevity. Point. They want to play with the grandkids. Okay. They want to be able to run up the stairs like they used to um, and not have any pain in the body. So the goals tend to be a bit more longevity. Can I train to help my uh, um, my lifestyle basically and carry out the day to day tasks? Um, whereas someone young, slightly younger, will tend to look more at the aesthetics. When when do you think but, that that kind of like forward thinking, long term starts kicking in? Is it as early as forty? Uh, probably not. It seems still uh, quite young yeah, for someone to I, have a longer term view. Fifty, I would say, is starts usually in, yeah. I just think it to people now that sort of feels like the halfway point, doesn't it? Mm. You think if I'm going to live to I'm hundred, because a lot of people do now and live to a hundred. I think when you hit fifty, you kind of get over that milestone, um, mm-hmm. that halfway point almost, um, and you would start to think, okay, now I need to start. I want to live to I'm hundred. So I want to live do? to I'm hundred, yeah. and I want to have quality. Um, I want to have quality over quantity. Yeah. So I don't just want to live to 100, but be in a wheelchair. I want to be able to still run around, cycle, play golf, and enjoy my retirement. Um, and as well, that is another thing. I think when you get to your 50s, you start thinking about retirement. Slowing down, don't you? you yes. Yeah, so you start thinking about, okay, when I'm retired, what do I want to do? I want to play golf and I want to go swimming and do all the things that I enjoy, go walking, hiking. Um, so I think that mindset shift tends to happen usually around 50 obviously that's different for different individuals um but in my experience that's what i tend to see do you get anyone um ask asking you or putting out goals which seem unrealistic occasionally yeah um again i might get someone that's looking towards uh changing how they look so they want to lose body fat and build muscle um and they might be in their 50s let's say wanting to look like that 20 year old um and that's when we'll have to go well is it it is that the goal you really want, first of all? So I'll have to peel back the layers and keep asking them questions until I actually figure out if that's their goal or not. Sometimes it is, and that will be their their goal because sometimes they'll come to me and say that's what they want. But then after a long conversation, it turns out that they just want to um, be able to walk to the shops without their knee hurting and, you know, like I said, run upstairs. As little as it seems, sometimes that can be a bit of a driver, um, but they thought it's because they wanted to six-pack abs. On the other side, I might peel back the layers and it might be actually they want to look good naked in front of their their partner. And once I find out whether that is actually their goal, that emotional goal intrinsically that's driving them, then I go, okay, cool. If that's what you really want, now is it attainable? Yes or no? Sometimes it is what they're after. They're just like, you know, I just want to lose a little bit of body fat and I just want to feel a little bit fitter. You know, their goal is a little bit more uh not so specific and a bit more modest whereas someone comes to me and says i want to look like that 20 year old that's when you go okay uh number one you're not that person 
But number two, you're not 20. So let's kind of reassess and, and figure out what is attainable for you. Um, so occasionally, yes, you do get the odd person that wants to look like a bodybuilder that's absolutely shredded. Now, it's not to say they can't get great results, but they're just not necessarily going to look the way they might want to look. Mm. No, I can understand that. I mean, again, for someone who, you know, I've got lots of people my age that look at what I'm doing yeah. in terms of my pursuit for, you know, a better body. And, mm -hmm. you know, part of it is because I like setting goals. Yeah. Part of it is, you know, I want to prove myself and everyone wrong that, you know, you can only get into this later in life and still yeah. have incredible results. But I, I, I put a lot of effort in towards, you know, strength training and you know nutrition and rest all that kind of stuff it's a lifestyle for you and it? it is a lifestyle and i can imagine i can imagine people wanting what i want yeah. because i can't expect a 42 year old wants massively different things from me at 37 yeah but do they not declare that because they think it's now no longer achievable mm. or they're past it or do they you know, how much of this, how much of their goals are modest because they don't want to put the hard work in or they don't think it's attainable mm -hmm. or their goals are their goals. They they, they yeah. don't want to go to any extreme. They they don't care for, you know, looking great on the beach. Yeah. They just want to look good on the beach. Yeah. And good, between good and great could be an enormous amount of work. Yeah. And are they already kind of dismissing the idea that they can't do the work or they can't get the result? I'm, I'm just trying to understand, you know, do you ever get any ex extreme goals and mm. how do you handle it if someone says i want to look like something that you know deep down is going to be either impossible or yeah. incredibly difficult and require lots and lots of time and effort yeah. i think i think it's very rare that you get that um and i think you just have to be brutally honest with them nip the bud straight away so they they know what's because otherwise they're wasting their time and their money trying mm. to uh, achieve this goal that's unattainable so i think just being brutally honest with them and another thing as well is to think about is looking at that individual and looking at their past so someone yes might be in their 50s okay let's just say for instance that's got quite a good physique already and you can tell that they were fit and they had the body so they now might they be just, holding fat but you might see they have a broader back yep you might see that there's got, there's some there's some structural yeah. suggestion that their body was in good shape previously exactly and okay. then you'd kind of go well and, and then obviously you'd run for assessments through movement and whatnot and you can tell that they're, they're they were an act someone that that's got coordination that can pick up movements quite easily so you're not going to have to spend hours retraining movement patterns right. and things like that so okay. you can up the intensity a little bit more a little bit quicker for them because they've already got it kind of thing but they've already had the body as well so it's a matter of just that's, that's a good point man. just yeah just if shredding you've already some been body there fat. your body's almost like got the memory exactly of how to get there again yeah, exactly right, and it's gonna okay. be much easier to get someone in shape that's already been in shape than got someone it. that's in their 50s that's never been in shape saying i want to be in shape that's going to be a lot more work. Um, not so impossible, just harder. Not impossible, just harder okay. um, if you've never been in shape and then suddenly at that age you go, right, now I want to be in shape. Um, and it's not just being in shape. It's, you know, are, have you got practice and um, experience training? Yeah. Because training can be awfully complicated. Yeah. Can't it, right? You know, if you just think about the things that, you know, you promote, you know, compound lifting, these things are they're both demanding, mm -hmm. 
complicated and require your body to be ready for them. Well, it's a skill, isn't it? And, 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 and if and you've never can... done that before, I guess that there's a massive ramp up time just yeah. to get them ready before they can even think about progressive overload in, in, a, in yeah. a true sense beyond just like oh, progressive because you're getting better. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, you see it with time, right? Someone that's new to, to resistance training, for instance, you will spend quite a long time working on movement technique um, before you start actually layering on reps and weight and you're keeping them way way below that uh red line so they yeah. never go towards failure because they just technically can't um so it, it that takes some time yeah so if you've never ever done that before that's going to take quite a while to build that up which is an, a brilliant and amazing process to go through i mean it's a real learning curve but um, and as you know, you, you know, you're always learning, um, same as me, we're always trying to get better at the skill that we're doing, whether yeah. it's squatting, deadlifting. Um, but I think it, it's, it's, it's a journey that's worth going through, but takes some time. And that's just worth considering if you've never been in shape, if you've already been in shape, yeah. it's just so much quicker because you can just pick things up and it's almost just getting back to where you were. I, I think the time thing is, is something you can't, um, you, you've got to respect and you've got to realize just how long it takes, right? So yeah. I've been training for, you know, I've been training most of my life in some capacity, mostly aimlessly and without purpose. Yeah. Um, so I've always had that kind of interest, uh, passion, and some level of competency in the yeah. gym because I've been doing it all my life, just not particularly effective, but properly for the last year and a half or two years. And uh, the level of commitment I've put to the gym at the moment is I think beyond what most people would want to right mm -hmm. not just how many times I go to the gym because it's now only four times a week yeah but it's everything else on top of that it's the intensity when I go it's the specificity of my movements yeah it's doing really hard work really hard movements and then it's nutrition and it's sleep and you know I'm dialed all the way in and yet the progress I make I feel is quite slow right yeah. especially in, comp in comparison to a 20 year old if we started at the same you know, with the same intent and done exactly the same things across nutrition, exercise, sleep. Yeah. Guaranteed a 20 year old would make faster progress than me, yeah. even if they're in an ectomorph. If they were doing all the right things, mm -hmm. I'd anticipate they would develop a sh um, their rate of growth would be faster yeah. than mine because they're more anabolic because they're younger. Yeah. So when you get someone who is older, but not too old where, you know, the reality of building muscle is now you know, is, 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 is a, is a distant yeah, yeah. <laughs> dream, yeah. but someone in their forties who want to come, who's like, you know, I don't want to get jacked per se, yeah. but I do want to build some size. Mm. You know, I do want to build some muscle in my frame at that point, And maybe they've got a pinup view of what they would like to look like. And they found a 40 or a 50 year old and like, I want to look like him. Yeah. So they've set their bar perhaps a little bit more appropriately, yeah. even still. I know how long it's taken for me, yeah. right? 2016 to 2018, a lot's changed, but it's still been pretty slow. In my mind, it's been yeah. really slow. Now, so then, but it's really slow, but lots and lots of effort. Yeah. So I guess setting a goal and, and offering, offering a client a path towards what they want is, I don't know if I was you, I would say you can have that. Mm. I mean, you can have that. You've selected someone in your age range and I think that's achievable. It's going to take you four years. Mm -hmm. It's going to take you four to five times in the gym. It's going to take your you 
being on point with your nutrition, both what you eat, how much you eat, frequency, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we need to get your rest together. And by the way, if your wife's got to be in support of this, because if she isn't, you know, yeah. it's just going to break down because you haven't got the support network. Yeah. Now, if you're willing to go all in, turn your life upside down to do this, we've got, we can get, we can make this happen. Yeah. But it's three to four years and it is intense. And this has got to be, if not your number one, your number two priority. Yeah. Are you willing to do that? Mm. Because I think that would disqualify a lot of people going, you know what, fuck that. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's when me? people realise, actually, I don't want to look like that pin-up model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, but then again, so yeah, it's looking at like the the uh, longer term results that you can get. But looking shorter term, if, if you are, let's say, a newbie to training at whatever age, you're still going to see relatively quick results because small things will probably make a big difference. Yeah, Not as big right. as when you're a 20 but they will still make a big difference because simply just by not sitting in a chair all day and going out for a walk um, and then just lifting some weights and, and you know, eating a little less crap, then basically you'll, you, well, you'll see results. Fat, fat can be lost at, at any rate, at any age. Yeah. So the, the fat piece, I think, is the eat more easily controlled thing, irrespective see, of age. Yes. But, fat, but muscle gain it's gets progressively harder, harder as, you get, as older. you get older. Exactly. Not impossible, just harder because anabolically it's it's just more challenging yeah, with age exactly so i think it, yeah if you were in your 20s it's you know you can throw weights around and not necessarily do it correctly and see amazing results when you're in your 40s or your 50s or 60s you've got to be that much more dialed in to yeah. how you're doing it recovery so looking at nutrition looking at your sleep and making sure that all these things are correct you you just have to be a little bit more on it the older you get mm. when you're younger like i said you can be in you know going out get going on the piss on the weekend lifting weights with bad form and you still start to see muscle popping up because you are hormonally set up and, and your just, body's more forgiving exactly at a younger age whereas when you get, get older bit, right? you know i guess you're more prone to injury Yep. Generally speaking, because you've got older, yeah, it just happens. Especially if you've built upon that, you know, a, a chronic, you know, abuse or disrespect to your body, that's going to put you in it again an increased level of uh, yeah. injury. And yeah, as you say, hormones. There's a whole bunch of reasons why yeah. I think when you're older, it's going to get more difficult. And I, I see that. I I would love to have the hormones of a 20 year old mm. because. The amount of effort I put in, I know I could probably go twice as fast in the metrics I care about yeah. if I had higher testosterone. And I actually have lower testosterone than I should have for my age. Mm. And I still I work out hard. I feel like I'm I'm training incredibly hard. Yeah. But there's it's limited. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got I've got a limiter to my performance right now, both in terms of performance and growth, because I haven't got as much anabolic hormone as someone much younger. And you got to remember as well, you're where you are now. You're working on those one percents because you're. I have to. Yeah, because you're at a point where your your strength is good, your recovery is good. Um, so you've got everything right basically. Now it's just nudging that up and nudging up that bar to increase um, your strength, to optimize your recovery, and to improve technique and all these little tweaks that you can make to make you better. Um, but someone who isn't doing any of that, yeah. all of these, you know, just any of these changes can make a profound difference. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, tell me if I'm wrong, right? Fat loss can happen at whatever rate you want at any age. You know, it's a calorie deficit, you know, depending discussion. Yeah. Depending hormonally, you're all good. And yeah, you know, things your, like that, your thyroid's still working, all that kind of stuff. Be a barrier, yeah. um, range of motion, I guess, can be improved at any age. 
you know, that's not a muscle building signal. That's just, you know, getting yourself in the yeah. right positions and doing that over and over again, various drills. Um, functional movement, you know, mm -hmm. just being functionally strong can be improved at any age. Um, and then as a result of those things, your energy, your mood, your vitality can be improved at any age. The thing I guess that becomes the most difficult as you get older mm -hmm. is purely just the rate of muscle building potential. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think obviously all all these things usually have a knock on effect. And, and usually it's stemming from things like uh, your hormonal profile will have a knock on effect, things like energy and mood and all of those things as we get older. Um, but that's not to say that, like you say, we can't improve those things. Um, but muscle mass is probably one of the biggest things that we see that's as you get to a certain age, we start to lose muscle, um, you know, year by year, it's very slowly. Now that can be obviously because genetically that's the way. Yeah. And so genetically we're, we're just designed to look to peak at a certain age and then we yeah. start to slow, slow down decline. a little bit. Yeah. But that's not to say that's a quick process and a process that we can't um, like mitigate. But yeah. um, it's not that we can stop it from happening, but we can slow that process right down. So I mean, I think I think you can stop it and reverse it, but you've got to be deliberate. And, and I think the reason people lose muscle density and bone Inactivity. density as they get old, older is because of their exactly yeah. because they're doing less not exactly. necessarily yeah. because they're older no exactly and then but they use the the age as an excuse because um, they I'm say, old. What do you expect? i'm older yeah. yeah my joints hurt because i'm getting older or um i just don't have as much energy because, because I'm older. that's normal no because that's common doesn't mean it's normal no exactly do you know what i mean yeah and i want to set i want you know between what you and i do and, and many others i want to reset what old is Right, because you know, when I was younger, if you're late fifties into sixties, you are old. You know, mm. you're, you're my my grandparents when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they're out of shape. They move. They don't move at all. They've got all these ailments. You know, they're they're coughing their guts out. You know, they're they're you know crippled over. They've got all these joint issues. That was at sixty, sixty ish. Yeah. For me now, like a pick, a, you know, the image of a sixty year old is not too different to me now yeah right you know just a few more gray hairs you know a few more yeah. wrinkles yeah but beyond that i don't have an image of a 60 year old which was the image when i was younger looking mm -hmm. at my grandparents and yeah. that's great that life has changed so much in those 20 odd years but i think we we all need to kind of let go of the idea when i'm 60 these things start happen when i'm 70 yeah. these things start happen they happen because of diet because of nutrition, yeah. because of lack of respect to your body, lack of activity, and you allowing yourself to get older. Yeah. And I think, well, this, here's an example. Um, Lisa, my partner, her dad used to come to my uh, boot camps. And he is right now, I think he's about 62, 63 years old. Um, now he stopped doing the boot camps because he was just doing too much. He was in boot camp and golf and tennis and all these activities. But he was doing it for a few years and you would see how how well he was doing against say the 30 year olds in my right, weekend okay. that were going out the weekend smoking drinking um eating crap and this not is probably their own form of only exercise, exercise. Yeah, only yeah. form of exercise you could see the difference between the 30 and the yeah. 60 year old Great, which was incredible because he would be way ahead of them when they're doing a, a lap around the field uh sometimes you might you know he, he might be able to do 
double the press ups and just and his movement and the way he can just everything at his age because he, he, didn't, he didn't he didn't slow down because he didn't slow down right. he was still playing golf still playing Got tennis it. he and he's just not allowed himself to become inactive and use age as an excuse Great which example, is fantastic man. to see and it's it's quite inspiring um and, and that wasn't intentional for him he's just an active person that's just happens to be active and i mean genetics have a play in that as well um genetically he's he's somewhat gifted um i'd say it's more mindset but like he's, it, he's he's grabbed onto and, and and not let go of exactly that you know physicality is important yeah exactly so that that's incredibly important to to notice that there can be such a difference between the age yeah. range age group sorry but knowing that it's not the age that's the problem it is the lifestyle it's like you know when there's that Ninten nintendo wii game and you would um i don't know if you ever played this but you'd run up and down and i think there was a little board and and it would tell you through your your performance right. of these games like your uh, fitness age I think it was yep. called Fitness Age, something like that. So, like, I was, you know, twenty, late twenties, doing this, and say like I have a, a fitness age of forty or something. It was, it was always it older. Give you a your mother, age was yeah. always older than your actual age yeah. because your performance was less than expected. Yeah, even all my family, you know, <laughs> suffered with that. But I think those kind of things are telling, and that we should have more conversations of okay, not what your actual age is. Yeah, what's your health age your fitness yes. age what's your mobility age because you know what you know for a you know 45 year old or a 50 year old there's no reason why you couldn't have yeah you know the, the performance the functionality you know the freedom of pain of a 30 year old yeah. there's no reason why you shouldn't we've just allowed it to happen now let's we've got to work you've got to work for yep. your corrective rehab work to try and bring that youth youthfulness back to them. It yeah. takes time, right? And then so that six year old might actually be in health terms uh fifty. Yeah. Because they've just added another ten years to their Amazing, life. Amazing, man. Um, versus someone else at sixty but is actually seventy because they've just abused their body yeah. and they're probably not gonna well, they're not gonna last as long as the person that has looked after their health. So you're quite right. It's not looking at the number. It's not looking at your birthdays. It's actually looking at what sh what shape am I in? A car, if you look after a car and you service it properly and you look after it, that car is going to go for a lot longer and it's going to last a long time versus, versus ragging a car it and not that you've ragged, not serviced, yeah. left out the front rusting. It's, it's just not going to last analogy, as long, man. right? Yeah, it's just not going to last as long. So it's kind of looking at your body in terms of health rather than birthdays so just um i know you had a list of a few things that you wanted to just kind of tie a, yeah. a bow around and make sure we got some structure to um these differences that you see yeah um but the last point i wanted to key off on that was mm -hmm. an mot or paying your insurance or having a service for the most part is an investment now some people, you know, hate to do it, but mm -hmm. they do it anyway. But they do it because it's mandatory. You've got yep. to do all of these things, right, for the most part. But it is an investment on longevity of that vehicle. And most of the time, you see people training to beat their body up, beat their body into submission. Right? If I push it hard enough, I give it enough grief, I'm going to lose the fat that I need. Yeah. Lose this, lose that. 
Whereas I suspect what you see as you get into, you know, the older demographic, you know, 60s, probably beyond, is they're now, I guess there's a pivot towards, I need to invest for longevity. Yeah. And wouldn't it be great if we could take that, you know, a 16-year-old setting up a pension. It's like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Why can you not... Longer-term Why thinking. can we not have a longer-term view at a younger age? There's no reason yeah. why not, other than we're less predisposed to thinking that way when we're younger. Like, yeah. getting a 13-year-old to talk about, you know, don't do that because your life's going to be shit at 70. Yeah, that's going like, to fall on deaf ears, yeah, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. so far away. It may not <laughs> even get there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess at a point in time, something happens, and I yeah. haven't been there yet, but at some point in your life, you go from short-term thinking, lose some fat, do you know, doesn't matter, whatever. To yeah. right, I want, I want, I want to hang around for a long time. How can I invest yeah. in my long-term know, health, health yeah. and vitality and longevity? Yeah, it's interesting, man. Yeah, I think um, that that is. That is, like I said earlier, you know, when you get a 50-year-old that's starting to think about retirement and what they're going to do, um, that's when they, I think it, that switch kind of goes to longer-term thinking. Right. It can happen at obviously any age and it's it's completely individualized. But um, when they do start thinking about these things, they start thinking about how can I improve my day-to-day tasks? So things like carrying shopping, are they losing their grip? So then you do farmer carries where you walk up and down with weights in your hand. Um, uh, going up and down the stairs, so doing step ups on a box. Um, so you try and have exercises that have carryover, carryover to their to real life, normal life. Exactly okay. things like um, I don't know, like golf. If they're playing golf because they're retired, I will I'll work on exercises, core drills, movement drills that are going to help carry over to their golf. Thoracic spine mobility, exactly. that kind of thing. So they don't end up yeah. having lower back pain when they swing for the ball. So yeah. they can enjoy retirement. Um, so it's looking at, at ways that you can um, help them get in and out of a chair. Getting get in, get in and out of a chair for someone that's in their 70s, 80s can sometimes be a challenge, right? So you could change their life by using that as an exercise getting on and off the toilet i mean i know that sounds ridiculous yeah. but get sitting down on the chair you know it's pretty stur- sturdy so you just yeah. can usually just like fall back into it but when you have to you know perch on a on on, so on a toilet especially if it's that, a yeah. public one like you know there's there's you know yeah. that coordination and control yeah you know both getting down and up is you know is is something that i, I often think like Right, I've got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was difficult. <laughs> well, just, you know, it's, it's sometimes it doesn't feel natural. Sometimes it feels yeah. harder than it should have been. Um, it's quite, it's, you know, just, well, per, you know, getting down into that kind of that squat position to yeah. go to the toilet can be quite a demanding movement yeah. for a lot of people, right? And and, and you, we've all seen it where someone's having to cling onto things and push off their yeah. thighs and kind of really help themselves up out the chair. Not the, not the toilet, because we don't watch people in the toilet, <laughs> chair, but we've all seen it. We've all struggled to get out of that yeah. seated position. So I think just with the older population, um, when I say an older population, usually... Probably 60 odd. Yeah, yeah. That's when I start to really work and focus on things that are going to improve their quality Got of it. day-to-day tasks. That so. makes sense. So on this list front, um, we're going to hit them really super quick, because I, I know we've got a bit of a, t- uh, a time... Um, stop on yeah. on this session you had four or five things that we've kind of part spoken about but do you want to kind of hit them on bullet form in terms of what those 
key differences are so people yeah. can start to think about um uh, being sympathetic and compassionate to someone who might be a lot older than them or mm-hmm. vice versa being able to relate and and get some comfort knowing that their position is similar to what you're about to describe yeah i think um so one of the first things i see when i get an older client approach me one of the first things i'll have to work on is range of motion so improving um joint health that's one of the first things that I tend to see where there's a, an issue that's holding them back, right? So it might be overhead. So just simply getting your hand overhead. Can you do that? Um, because if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm. And if we haven't had a need to get our arms overhead and hang from a, a tree or a bar or something, then eventually we lose that ability. So one of the first things is improving your range of motion and improving joint health. So that's probably I'd say one of the most important things to begin with, right? So that's one of the key differences in the older population versus younger is that they're almost definitely going to have range of motion issues to some yeah. degree, yeah. whether it be inability to get into a squat healthily or yeah. put their hands over their head in a, in a healthy way, in a stable exactly. way. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a matter of building that up and then that will obviously help them with their exercises um, later on down the line. Okay. So we'll, we'll work to improve that. And then another thing is obviously strength and power. Um, as we get older, our strength and power can decline and especially power because um, we, we lose muscle over time um and mostly type 2 muscle fibers which is the fibers that help with is that your a, is that fast twitch fast twitch which okay. help with your your power so um, think about getting out of the blocks uh, on a like 100 meter sprint that idea of going from like zero yeah. to speed very quickly yeah. that's power very that's powerful explosiveness athletes, right? exactly right, okay. and then if you scale that back into someone that might be in there 60s 70s 80s it might just be getting up the stairs right you still need power to, to okay. push off the floor in order to get up the stairs so it's it's working on on delivering that that power so you can you can improve that can you, you? Can even if that. your muscle fiber density is reducing yeah, yeah it's okay. been shown that you can improve power even with age so okay. looking to improve power and strength um so that's that's another big one um then the next one is usually things like skill balance coordination um so skill what i mean by skill is kind of like technique and then that is combined with coordination balance so it might be catching a ball so it might be just throwing a ball to each other and just working on your reactions and then doing it standing on one leg so now you're having to obviously work on balance as well as coordination and reactions and you're doing that because there's yeah so as in, in an older an older person versus younger you anticipate balance and coordination has reduced yeah and it's important to improve that why uh what's, well, what's your view on that? i mean thinking longer term again you when people get older what do you tend to see they tend to fall over much okay. more um and i think that's uh, uh a few things there's obviously balance um you might trip over something and then you lose your balance then there's a reaction so you react yeah, to losing your balance yeah uh, coordination so coordinating your 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 feet as you're trying to, to set yourself um and then obviously that leads into power and strength if you do fall over how are you right. going to get back up off the floor okay. so i think working on on the balance and the coordination first will obviously help to avoid 
that happening later on in life. Got it. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I just think it's good for for brain function, central nervous system, just to work on these tasks basically. Okay. Um, so that's another one. Um, aerobic capacity. So um, fitness, general fitness. Um, again, that tends to decline whether that's because we've been inactive throughout the years, um, we might've just done less and therefore lost our fitness. Um, but naturally as we get older, we tend to decline in aerobic capacity anyway. Yeah. So just building that back up again, that can definitely be built back up. Um, it's just, you know, working on making our bodies more efficient, um, in a specific task like walking, maybe even running. Um, so that's another one of those tasks that I would aim to improve. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. What about, um, what about mindset in terms of, um, I don't know, losing weight. Like the, the reason I, I, I'm asking is I'm, I'm trying to cue you for something I anticipate, which is do older, older people and, you know, I almost regard myself in this same camp, um, come with some preconceived ideas on what it takes and what is absolutely necessary mm -hmm. to lose weight, like starve yourself, have no fat, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, just do loads and loads and loads of aerobic exercise, oh, yeah. beat yourself in the gym. Is Do you have to kind of work on that? Because I, I yeah. suspect a 50-year-old 20 years from now mm -hmm. won't hold some of the same beliefs that yeah. I suspect a 55, 60-year-old holds today. Yeah, because they've had the past to that's, contend with. Yeah, that's that's a good point because that is quite a, uh, an issue that you can see with older clients is that they have this bias towards the what the media said 10, 20 years ago, yeah. maybe 30 years ago, which is more than outdated. Um, but because what you hear first, you tend to always believe. Yeah. It's hard to change your... It becomes your, your belief, belief system. Yeah, yeah. And, and changing that is incredibly hard and especially being coached at younger... Um, sometimes there's a bit of pride there and they don't necessarily want to listen to someone that's 20, 30, 40 years younger than them. Especially if they got results 20 years ago yeah. doing something. Then they think, okay, I just have to do those things again now yep. and I'll get the same results. Yeah, They might be too aggressive. It might be the wrong thing. It might be completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It might have been wrong. Yeah, But you've got to somehow try and, and they were unpick that belief. And exactly. And because they were 20, they got results because mm. they were in a better place Um uh, usually we are when we're in our 20s it's easy to get results not doing the right things yeah. um, but when you're older you have to do the right things so yeah taking that into consideration um so yeah it might be things like killing yourself on the treadmill for an hour or starving yourself um there's all these old school methods to to improve fitness and get in shape um which we kind of have to it's an obstacle you have to face and yeah. trying to trying to encourage an alternative perspective Absolutely. yeah what about recovery is that is that a thing does it does it change as you you get older yeah um i think when with the older population you just have to be more mindful and a lot more um dialed in on recovery um you won't recover as quick as when you were younger um, and you've just got to make sure you are paying attention to recovery so that you avoid. Give me an example like, where you would you would anticipate a slower recovery time. So, what about if someone done a hit session or if someone done a strength training session? Would you yeah. anticipate you need to give them a bit more space and time before yeah. you get them doing it again? Yeah. So if I'm programming for someone that's let's say in their in, the in 60s, their sixties, right? Yeah. Um, 
I would I wouldn't program them to come in the gym as many times as I would someone that's younger because okay. they just need more days in between the sessions in order to recover. But then again, if I do um, program them to come in, say, four or five times a week, which is usually quite unlikely, but let's mm. say I did, I would then have to consider bringing the intensity of those sessions down in order for them to recover. Got it. Okay. And then obviously if I might think they – they might have a really stressful job and their body's beaten up from years of neglect, then I'm going to go, you could probably only train max twice a week right now because that's all that your body can, that's the most amount of stress that your body could probably handle right now without getting injured and, and whatnot. So these things you do have to take in consideration. So recovery is probably, you have to work hard, recovery, recover harder. I would say when you're older. Okay, recover, you really need to respect that. Really Whereas when you're younger, recovery yeah. is like, what is that? Exactly. Don't need to do that. Don't need to do it. Go, go to the gym every day and fine. Yeah, you don't recover hard, you train hard, right? When you're younger, yeah. and then it kind of reverses slightly. And unfortunately, you can older. hold on to that just because you're 60. If, yeah. if that works when you're, again, when you're 30, you, you want to go back to, I'm just going to, if I could just train Beast six days a week, gym. it'll be great. Yeah, we'll get, yeah, exactly. And almost force it is but. is injury um either prior injury or you know uh joint replacement or you know some other form of long-term injury that someone's having you know is working through or still suffering with you know i guess as you get older you're more likely to see someone recovering or dealing with or needing to have some some kind of some surgery or some work done on their body yeah is that something that one is that a correct assumption and two it, do, do you have to respect that do you have to be careful around those things yeah definitely i think if you're if you're um considering training and you you've obviously had an operation then obviously you need to maybe look at some sort of rehab work to build you back to a level where you can train as you did before um or you might just need to take into consideration that you might not have as much joint health and range of motion. Um, and therefore you need to improve that and work on that so that you don't get injured because that's usually what I see in someone that is older. If they're training and they haven't got the, the range of motion in their joints and then they push it hard, they're more than likely going to get some form of injury or if they haven't got the correct movement patterns, if they haven't just practiced the technique yeah. and quality of movement, I like a hip hinge. So moving through the hips rather than the lower back. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it's years and years of neglect can definitely build up to a higher possibility of injury. Um, so it's again, some pre getting into the, you know, into some kind of fitness yeah. regime or during. Yeah. You know, you're likely, you're not likely, it has got a higher probability of injury if um, you are you are as disrespectful to some of the things that are important when you're yeah. older versus younger. Yeah. I also know that when you get older, your, your tendon um, fiber flexibility and elasticity starts mm -hmm. to degrade. Yeah. So things are just less stringy and um, stretchy, yeah. generally speaking, as you get older. So not only... Do you perhaps have stiffness and tightness through just generally not moving, but the quality of your tendons and yeah. they they just get that less effective. Think about your skin. Your skin loses elastin and yeah. you know doesn't have the kind of stretchiness and go back doesn't go back to the same place after yeah. after a while as yeah. you get older. I think the same happens with your tendons and the tendons attach yeah. your muscles to your bones. So if they are not brittle but less 
elasticy yeah. <laughs> than, than yeah, they once well, were, then I suspect that's something you have to be mindful of as well. Yeah, I mean, structural integrity, because you just don't have that support system there from your body, which you did when you were younger. So yeah, that that is one of the reasons that you're more likely or more prone to get injury, because you just don't have that support that you're you once had from your body um, this isn't all doom and gloom though right no, a, no, you, a, you can... know a 40 year old 50 year old or a healthy 60 year old can still get in the gym yeah can still absolutely lose weight can absolutely improve their range Definitely, of motion 100 and can absolutely have physique goals now yeah they it would perhaps be inappropriate to have extreme physique goals yeah but you can go from out of shape to a good body i think in any of those age ranges yeah yeah but i, think... I guess as you get older it just takes a little bit more commitment and it's going to take a little longer but as long as you're not impatient yeah. and you're willing to do the right things i don't think there's a limiting factor to achievement other than any preconceived ideas and whether you're willing to put the time and effort in yeah exactly and i think the considerations that we've we've covered um looking at range of motion looking at coordination coordination and balance strength and power and all of these things i think if you take these things into consideration with your training and making your day-to-day -day tasks um carry over into your training and vice versa you're going to have quality of life and like you said you can improve your body there's it sounds all doom and gloom but it's really not um it's just a matter of just know what you're in, working with being yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. No, I, I get that. And, you know, I've got, I've got, you know, family members who are in this age range, right, you know, between, you know, 50 and, you know, early 60s, all of which would rather have a better shape than they're currently in right now, and would come to me and say, I want to look better, yeah. generally, and I want to look better naked, and I have a longevity goal. So they've got all three. Um, how far and extreme they would like their body to be, I don't know, but they definitely want to be slimmer, yeah. and more proportional. Um, yep. look healthy uh, and that might be losing 30 pounds of weight mm. and it might be putting a little bit of muscle and it mm. will absolutely be respecting your joints and movement yeah i think that's absolutely achievable for a mid 50s yep. guy yeah, yeah. who's you know who's not crippled with you know it, lots of issues they just yep. have had neglect and we can get them back into a good place the fat loss again the fat loss is i think the easiest piece because you can do it at any age it's not easy because you know, losing weight on a diet is hard, but it's it's a goal that you can absolutely achieve. And I think for most people in that age range where they say they want to get in shape, for the most part, it's losing the fat. And that can happen at any age. Yeah. And and there's you've you just use someone as an example that you know that is ahead of you, that is in good shape, that has quality of life, and just use that as as motivation and yeah. hope as well because that's what i do i look at people that are older than me that are living the life that i want to live at that age and that's what i use as my motivation to to achieve that awesome bryn thank you for today's insights into my future my pleasure yeah <laughs> and mine. i, I will us. hopefully respect all of these rules in <laughs> yeah, the yeah. next 10 to 20 years cool all righty guys um we're gonna wrap this up now and as you have grown to know Adaptation is all about providing you with the tools and expert knowledge to help you improve and optimize your strength, health, and mindset inside and out. Thank you, guys. Thanks. If you enjoy this show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps. And, of course, recommend us to any friends or family who you think might also enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Adaptation.